Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Do you think child benefit should be capped to a particular number of children? And the suggestion in the past was two, by the way. I remember going back a few years ago. I can't remember which uh, politician had suggested it, but somebody did suggest it going back a few years ago. It was two children. I mean, Jane got in touch with the show to voice her opinion on child benefit. And I'm going to speak to her in a few minutes. But before I do, I want to ask you, do you believe it should be capped? Parents are likely to see childcare costs decline by 200 per month next year and further 200 per month uh, the following year after an agreement was reached between government parties ahead of the next budget. As the Irish Examiner reports, parents will also likely see a double uh, month's payment of the child benefit and allowance under the government's plans to help families with the cost of living crisis. Now, the government source said one strong option on the table is a one-off payment before Christmas, which will be a cost of living measure, and the government has been signalling this. Now, I obviously can't say for sure it's going to happen. You'll find out in the budget. Child benefit, of course, is not taxable, and it's a universal payment. In other words, you're not means-tested for it. And it's €140 Euro per month per child. For twins, child benefit is paid at one and a half times the rate, so you get three payments for twins. And for triplets or multiple births, you get paid double. So if you've got triplets, you get six payments, which is great, isn't it? A lot of money, by the way. And I want to get your thoughts on child benefit. Would you like to see it capped to, say, two children? I, I, I do remember, I, I think it may have been Stephen, actually, uh, a long time ago, actually, actually, that was saying it. I do remember that somebody was saying it on the air, and I also believe that a politician had mentioned it as well. One child at the moment is worth 140, two children, 280, three children, 420, four children, 560, five children, 700. You get the gist, so on, so forth, an extra 140 for every single child. They only list, by the way, up to 11 or eight children, but there are people in this country who have 10, 11, 12 children. You get over a grand of 1,120 for eight children. It's all right, isn't it? But should it be capped to two children? Because let's be clear about it, you're entitled to have children. And we'd be nothing if you didn't have children because we need future taxpayers in this country and people to keep the country going. But if you want to have an inordinate amount of children or an extraordinary amount of children, should that be on your own head? Yeah, I mean, you pay for them. Uh, the number is 87 Let me go to Jane. Jane, you were the one who kind of raised this issue to some degree because we saw your message after we had talked about it ourselves anyway. Mm-hmm. And why do you believe it should be capped? Because to be fair, you shouldn't, shouldn't, the government shouldn't have to pay for your children. At you all? Know? At all? Well, no. They, I mean, I, I reckon two kids now is a bit low. Okay. Maybe even four or five kids. Four or and five? Stop it then. Well, yeah, four even. <laughs> okay. How many, <laughs> how many have you got? Or have you got any? I have two, two. yeah. Okay, okay. Like they're older, like, you know? Yeah. But um, the Dublin's, they are, are sorry now, um, they're doubling the children's allowance, right? Yeah. Um, my my electricity bill is still going to go up, you know what I mean? And I have one child with me, right. you know? And they are getting double with their, what, a, a thousand euro. Do you know what I mean? I, which, by the way, can I just point out, which I think is grossly unfair, and I'll tell you why. Because there are a lot of people in this country who might have children past child benefit age, at 18 or 19, who are still living at home. They're not going to get any money out of this. I know. You see, the whole thing stinks, to be fair, right? Yeah. I mean, I know family here that um, have ch- 12 children, okay? 12? 12, 13, okay. yeah, yeah. There's okay. one, one every year, okay? Yeah. The, the one, city council, one for every month of the year. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah. like that, yes, yeah. They're busy anyway, yeah. <laughs> obviously. They don't but, have Netflix, go on. No, yeah. they don't, no, any, or anything else. But the city council here put them into a house, right? And they, they knocked the wall to the house beside them. So now they two houses. Well, they, well, they'd kind of need that many bedrooms for 12 kids, I suppose. Well, why should... 
I mean, but no, I, no I, get, I get the point you're making. Yeah, because I mean, I remember years ago, my housing estate when I was a child, there was a family lived, lived in your standard corporation three bed house and they had 16 kids. Holy crap. And I don't know where they all slept and many, where they had dinner. Do they have like three sittings for I dinner? I know they'd be out there calling them out the door. Mary, Johnny and Tom, come on. John boy, Mary <laughs> Ellen. Yeah, get out yeah. now and the next one, yeah. yeah. But, but what happens think. usually in those situations is, by the way, it's not too difficult sometimes because the older children look after the younger ones and that's the way it used to be that's years different. ago. Yeah. But, but, but in saying that, you are right to a degree. If you want to continue having a lot of children and some people like to have a lot of children, mm-hmm. you believe financially you should bear the cost mm-hmm. yourself. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Mm. You can't be putting your hand out just because I want to have loads of kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this thing about the double payment is cracking me up. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I used to get my bill. Mine is still doubling, you know, but I only, will only get, get, what is it, 280? Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah, doesn't make two, sense. Yeah. It doesn't. And also, I want to say about the social welfare system, if I can. Uh, um, I know somebody who was out of work for a month, right? He's self employed. Yeah. Due to. His spine, he, he was very sick. Um, he applied for a supplementary allowance and they refused him because he didn't have enough stamps. He was a month out of work. He didn't get a penny. That's terrible, isn't it? I mean, how are you supposed there's to buy it? Eggs. There's rent to pay. There's everything to pay. People are on the dole and they're get, getting their money every week. You know? Yeah. I mean, I was talking to my friend about this recently and we were, people say, I can't get a job. Everywhere in Ireland are crying out for staff. I don't believe anybody. I know in the UK, uh, they're talking about reducing taxes for, uh, for the, the greatest amount in, in 30 years, the biggest giveaway. Liz Truss wants to be popular. But they've also said in that they're going to decrease social welfare payments or as they call it, universal social credit. They're going mm. to decrease it if people don't take a job. So, and they're saying you I must take at least... She was saying, mm. What she's saying is we will decrease your social welfare payment if you don't work at least 15 hours a week. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, I know. Why, I, think, I have to say, I think that's a brilliant at home idea. Why you back and get all the money? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is absolutely our ways. I mean, what the companies should do are shops or whatever. Okay? No, I couldn't agree with it more. We were, we're actually we were going to talk about it on the air today at some point if we get time. But I, I believe it's a wonderful idea that they should cut social welfare absolutely. if people don't take at least fifteen hours work. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, I mean, the days of wasters should be over. Absolutely, I agree. Well, seriously, it is. Somebody, somebody needs to stand If somebody up. can't work, I understand that. I get that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. But that's totally different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's people out there and they get the money every week and they get their double bonus and blah, blah, blah. And they've never worked a day in their I, life. I'd, I'd love someone to ring me in today, by the way, who tells me they haven't worked in, say, two or three years or whatever it is and they can't get a job. But now I'm talking about an able-bodied person. I'm not talking oh, about somebody who's on disability. Uh, because I don't, Because money. I don't believe them. No, you see, yeah, that's it. Decrease the money. And you, what you do is you hit them where it hurts most. And mm. that's their wallet. Okay, well, stay, stay there for a second. And let me just go to Jay. Stay there with me, Jane. Jay, okay. you're in Ireland's class of kids. Uh, Jay, yeah. now you have, a, you have a plethora of kids. I, I can't always I do, forget. I have a few. I do, I have a few. How many in total again? Eight. Eight, okay. And according to Jane, uh, you know, we shouldn't be paying child benefit for all those kids that you're having that you're just producing nonstop. Why not? <laughs> Well, because it's your choice to have lots of kids. Yeah, and who's going to pay your pension in years to come? My kids. It's the way, that's the way this society works. Mm-hmm. Just remember that we have, what I think it's one one return for every five walking at the moment, yeah? Yeah. In 20 years' time, it's going to be down to three. Where are we going to get the money to cover all these pensions? Because 
our pensions, uh, what we do in our work and life, they don't put in a little pension pot and say, that's for Mr. Boyle and that's for, uh, for when he retires, that's his money. No, they're using your money now to pay this year's expenditure, to pay this year's And, and, and just hoping they'll have us when I... And do. hoping to God, because they're all going to be out of a job living off their gold-plated pension, so they won't give a shit. No, 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 I, I, I do get that. So your argument is, look, hold on, the, the money I that mean, we pay out in China, you get it back. No, these are all potential taxpayers. Like, my kids are all potential taxpayers. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so why not? It, it's not as if it's free money. It comes out of my taxes. I pay a lot of taxes. My kids pay taxes. Everything I buy, I pay taxes on. Everything I do, I pay taxes. You know, that's just... Yeah, that's yeah, but, but let, let's just, for so arguments... I mean, let me just say, okay, let me put something to you. Let's say for argument's sake that all your kids are under 16, right? Yeah, so well, if, then, if all your kids were under 16 years of age, you'd be getting 1,120 a month. I wouldn't be getting it. No, I'm just the, saying. Their mothers would be getting it. Well, whatever, yeah, okay. Two families, as you know. And yeah. We're not getting it. But, but, yeah, we put it back into the economy. We don't rise Would you be all. paying that much tax in one month, 1,120? I, I don't know what I, I, I pay in a month, Noel. But um, I mean, I'd love to know actually what I do pay overall in taxes and everything I buy, everything I spend, all my bills, every drop down. Well, I suppose, yeah, when you look at that point of view. When you look at it that way, I think I pay an awful lot. And as I said, I mean, I put all them kids through school. Mm -hmm. I I mean, one, two, three, three of them are already walking. Three of them are already paying back into the system. Okay, but let me me just put that to Jane. Jay makes a point, uh, I suppose it's a fair point, Jane, that all his kids will be future taxpayers and paying your pension. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's fine. That's in whatever, t- 10 years' time. We're talking about now. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's how I feel. No, we're talking about now. The thing is about, and the, there's loads of stuff that, between the city council and, uh, and social welfare, right? They have no accommodation for people living on the streets. They don't give them any money. They don't give them, they're ignored. People come into the country from other countries, and I, I'm not just mentioning the one one country at the moment, but it, all of a sudden they're able to put them into hubs and places like okay, that. that that's a, it's, a, it's a whole different topic, Jane. But like, no, no, I, and you're trying to get a lot in there at the one time. And I get what you and there are other topics for another day. But let's stick to what we're talking about. The oh, point, yeah, sorry, the point, yeah. no, that's fine. The point he's making is is that his kids. You know, he's paying his taxes as well as paying his income tax and his salary. He's paying VOT and every good, all the goods he's buying. So he would well and truly pays for his own child benefit anyway. And he has eight kids all going through education. They'll all have a job. They'll all pay tax. And that tax goes into paying your pension in the future. If, they're, if those kids are not around and the population depletes, you may forget about getting your pension. And all these immigrants he's afraid of will need a hell of a lot more to cover the jobs that we can't cover ourselves. Look at the problem they're having in England at the moment. They've the biggest employment crisis ever. They've more jobs than they have people. That's, and that, that's, and that's why, by the way, and Ireland is in a very similar situation. That's why the British are now saying, if you don't take at least, at least 15 hours a week, we're going to cut your social welfare. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. See, what's happening here is, somebody along the way has geared us towards, it's the people that are claiming benefits. It's the people that are availing of medical cards. It's the people that are getting disability. They're the enemy, not the people sitting at the top. It's the person beside you getting something off the government. That's your pain into. Noel, have you figured it out, pal? 20, 30, 40 years ago, one household, one tax, yeah? 
Yeah. There was a man and woman kids. One person went to work. There was one tax coming out of that house. Then he convinced us that if you wanted a better life, two years go out to work. Now, there's two taxes coming out of the one house. Now, yeah. you have to get your kids minded. You're paying somebody else's wages who's paying another tax. There's three taxes coming out of the same household. We've worse services. And by the way, back then, everything was done for nothing for us on our taxes. We had our water. We had our bins collected. Now, we're paying yeah. for all that. We're paying more taxes. We're getting less services. And if yeah. you do have to avail of any social service at all, you're the bad one, you're the enemy. Yeah, no, 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 I, no, I, no, I understand the point you're making. I'm not going to disagree with most of what you said. <laughs> but I, I'm just making the point that over the years, many people have said that, OK, look, we should be paying for children. And of course, it's in our constitution. Every child should be paid for by the state or is the responsibility of the state, more so ever, than ever when we voted yes in the, in the referendum uh, going back about five, six years ago. But in saying that, there should, you know, Jane is making a point, there should be a limit, like, if you want to have an army of kids, like, well, then you need to start planning financially for it. Well, I don't ask for anything. I don't yeah. ask for anything off them. That, that's in our constitution that my kids are entitled to that. I didn't go begging for that. And as I said, I walk. My partners have walked. Their mothers walked. We pay our taxes. Like, we put in more than we'll ever take out, Niall. Because we're entitled to nothing as walking class. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, the thing is, what, I, what I'm saying here is that one family in particular that I'm talking about, um, the parents have never worked. Do you know what I mean? So they're not going to be out paying the taxes. And they're still going to get loads of money. And they have an it's army of kids. I think social, yeah, exactly. Social welfare or the government needs to, you know... Well, well, then, well, then, the I, well then I think what Jane... I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, and I don't think Jay would inherently disagree with what you're saying, because what you're talking about are people who are living off the state. And I suppose in that instance, yes, you would have to say to yourself, you know, people who are not going to contribute back into the state again, mm. you, you have to say to yourself, there has to be a limit to how much people can bleed from other taxpayers. But that comes back to them, what they're doing in the UK at the moment. The survey found in the UK that 51% for the social welfare payments should not be increased in line with inflation, while the remaining 49% said they would be in favour of such changes. But they're also saying that what they want to do, because as you mentioned already, there is more jobs, as Jay mentioned, there's more jobs than there is people, the same as there is here in Ireland, there's more jobs than there is people, mm-hmm. that they're going to cut social welfare for those who are able-bodied and able to work, they're going to cut social welfare unless you take 15 hours work a week at least. I totally agree with that. I do. I mean, now, I know there are people listening who would disagree with that who are on social welfare currently at the moment and not working. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. And they'll say, oh, I can't get a job. And these are the people driving around in jeeps you know, well, not all. No, not all of them, in fairness. It's not fair. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm going to say not everybody who's unemployed is driving around in, in, you know, in a fancy Jeep. All right, look, I have to take a break. Uh, the number is 87 Let me just play some of your WhatsApp audio message that have been coming in in, in relation to this. Um, I suppose there's two questions on the table here now about capping, I suppose, child benefit payments, but that kind of raises the question. I read this this morning. This is uh, all part of... Um, you know, these are kind of historic changes in Britain in relation to taxes, in relation to social welfare payments. Um, certainly the biggest cuts in 30 years, all, obviously all related to the capping of energy prices, etc., etc. Um, in other words, Liz Truss wants to be popular with the people. There's no doubt about that. And she is going to be popular with the people, what she's doing in this, what they call a mini or an emergency budget, because it's not fair time of the year for a budget. But she's doing all this because she wants to make sure that people have money in their pockets. And she promised this two weeks ago, and it looks like she's keeping her promise. Here's to be our messages, brother, coming in. Every child in the state should not be getting a uh, children's allowance. People who, there are people who just leave the children's allowance sitting in a font. 
uh, supposedly for colleges or house deposits or weddings or wherever else. The children's allowance was brought in to help people who are in dire straits um, in their working life, to help people, give them a little bit extra so that they could buy shoes for their children, they could buy whatever the children needed, um, just a little bit extra. So people who are able and can afford to leave that money sitting in a bank account for 18 years should not be getting paid that money out of the state. That. that is an absolute, that's a farcical, absolutely farcical. People, the people today that are getting that, that are waiting on it to come in every month for to, and the minute it goes in to to the bank, it's straight back out again because it's needed. You know, well and good, that's grand. But as I said, people who are leaving it sitting in a bank account and letting it build up and build up into thousands and thousands, it should be stopped. You know what? I don't agree with you. I just because somebody might be a little bit better off than somebody else they still have to pay for their kids as well. So in other words, let's say a child, they say a child costs somewhere in the region of 10,000, between seven and 10,000 in a year. That's including food, clothes, everything, presents, everything you buy for them, right? About 10, it's 180 grand up to the age of 18. So they say, roughly. So if that person has that money and has a good job with, a, well, let's say two people working and earning 40 grand each and they're paying a mortgage and they're not getting anything else off the state and they get child benefit because it's not means tested. Well, so, so be it. And they put it by for a fund for their college fees that they will have to pay. Remember, if you're not earning a lot of money, as you're talking about people who are more vulnerable, you don't have to pay college fees. You'll get a grant. They won't. So they're keeping that for their college. Or maybe they're keeping it to bring their children on a holiday. So what? They're their children. The money is for the children, not for the parents. So if they put it by and provided they're providing for their children every month, as you should be, and giving them what they need, as well as love, I think they're just entitled to it as anybody else. I think when you start going over the you know, 200,000 mark or something like that, then it gets a bit ridiculous. Probably it should be means tested at that point. But mean, you're talking about kind of means testing it at 40 or 50,000, by the sounds of it. I don't know if that's even a good idea. I want to get people's thoughts on that as well. Should you means test child benefit of 50 grand? That man there with the eight kids, he's right. All his kids may grow up to be taxpayers, but... The way this country works is that probably 50 to 60 percent of them kids that he has will probably have to immigrate because there won't be any work there for them or they won't be able to afford to live in this country or afford to buy a house when they get to whatever mid-twenties so they'll probably have to flee that's the reality of it that's what the government aren't looking at they need to do something now to keep young people in the country or as letting them go off to Australia and England and Canada. You know, there's no incentive. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, you're right. There is no incentive for some people, I suppose. That man there with the eight kids, oh, he's sorry. right. I all do, his kids. I do apologise. I played that one already, didn't I? It's the top one, wasn't it? Uh, hi, Niall. Once again, an interesting programme. Did I hear right that he calls people who are on invalidity um, pension spongers? I'm sorry, I worked for 35 years in a very tough job, extremely long hours. I played a lot of sport. I have arthritis of the hips and the shoulders. I can do very, very little. So disingenuous, I paid my tax. I, I don't think, I think the point was clearly made, those who are able to work. 
I don't think anybody was referring to people who weren't able to work or be it for disability or invalidity or whatever it happens to be as spongers. So I don't, I don't think that was the case. I think it was they were referring to people who were able-bodied and able to work, but who were deciding not to work. Because in this day and age, well, I say this day and age, at this particular juncture in our time and history, if you're not working and you're one of the 5% unemployed, you're choosing not to take a job. Um, because there are plenty of jobs. I, I, if anybody, again, I will put a challenge out. If somebody wants to come on the air and tell me they've been unemployed for four or five years and they can't get a job, I would love to hear your story. I could be wrong and I will agree with you, but I would love to hear why you cannot get a job in 2022. And this comes back to what I said. Liz Truss has made a decision which will make her unpopular with a lot of people in social welfare in the UK. She's going to reduce social welfare, not increase it, but reduce it unless you agree to work 15 hours a week. So you must take a part-time job. There is no reason for it. Even if you've got kids, they're in school for a certain period of time. You must take a part-time job because everybody, she believes, has to play a role in the economy. And that makes it better for everybody else. So the number is 87 The question I'm asking you, is she right? Should social welfare be reduced if people are not willing to make themselves available, even for a part-time job? Let me know what you think. 87 And if you haven't got a job or you don't work or you haven't worked in five or six years and you're telling me you can't get a job, please give me a ring. I will give your call priority. The number is 87 You can text or WhatsApp. If you want to ring directly in, you can at 0818 Um, Some of the texts come in. Now, the British take their social welfare system a lot more serious than we do. They, they, will, they certainly seem to have done that in the last few years. When they replace the typical social welfare system with what they call the universal credit system, it's not, I'm not going to explain it all now, it's a little tiny bit complicated, but in saying that, it's a much better system. You don't have to sign on and off the dole all the time if you get work and stuff like that. But basically what they will do is, uh, it, and I'm just looking on the website here, the payment can be reduced if you don't keep your commitment. This is known as a sanction, and the amount depends on what you failed to do and how often you've been sanctioned in the last year. Now, Liz Truss has said, as part of this package, and I hate to go on about her, but she seems to be popular at the moment with a certain cohort of people, the working people, very unpopular with people who decided not to work. In this country, we have 5% of people who have decided not to work. I'm not talking about people on invalidity or people on disability or people who are incapable of working or, you know, for those reasons. I'm talking about people who have made a conscious decision not to work, who are available for work. And at a time where we have essentially zero, zero unemployment, we have so many jobs out there you can't walk down the street and somebody will offer you a job. There is no reason not to work. So should we do the same? Should we reduce social welfare payments for people who are available to work but are refusing to take a job? Because they're saying you must work at least 15 hours. Catherine, you're an yeah. Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing? Hi, Niall. Um, absolutely. Fully, utterly, categorically agree. If you're not going to take up the job, hit them where it hurts. When you use the word reduce... It might, something might go up in the brain to say, oh my God, I'm not going to get the same money here. You know what I mean? Really, mm. absolutely reduce it. They do it in Poland for years. You're actually knocked off completely if you don't take anything up within the month. So therefore, well, I, no, I, not I, going that way. I, I would like to leave a, a transient yes, period. Oh, yeah. There yes. should be, say, a transient period of three months or four months yes. between jobs if people exactly. are, are find themselves. So to give them a chance to, yes. to have a look at what's available, etc. But, yeah. but, but I, I had a guy on there going back about two years ago and he told me he was a chef. Yeah, And uh, now this is when uh, it was hard to get a job, going back mm. about four years ago, and you couldn't get a job as a chef. So, And I said, but surely there's other jobs. Oh, yeah, I've been offered other jobs. I said, why won't you take? He says, because I'm a chef. Oh. And I said, 
but but for the time being, would it not tie you over? And then, you know, hopefully you'll get a job as a chef. Women will come up and you can keep applying. But in the time being, would you not take another job? And he says, no, I'm a trained oh. chef. I'm not taking another job. Well, and I, that, well, see, that's what you're up against. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. It defeats the whole purpose, like, of working. If we all had what we'd like to do, what we'd ah, love yeah. to do... I want to be an airline pilot, great. you know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be great, <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. No, but, OK, so what about the, the, the also the socialist parties mm. will have, the Sinn Féin parties and oh, the yeah. people for profit parties will have you believe you can't cut people anymore. In other words, if Johnny and Mary are living together and they've four kids and they haven't worked in 10 years and none mm. of them do an ounce of work and they just take 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 and you decide to cut their money you're reducing them down to a level of poverty yeah but then, then I mean <laughs> all due respect to Jim Fay the people for profit they're just going for the popular vote all along there no and actually they just well, I, don't the popular, that, I don't know how popular, I don't know how popular that popular, feeling is that is yeah. kind of yeah. you know they kind of they kind of they come and live in fancy land like really it's not in the real world I mean the jobs are there I go down I'm in town every other day I see it myself it's there, you know what I mean? And the good news is I just showed this in for you now. You know the Moore Street markets are going to be open now next month. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've seen some pictures of that recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to be open next month. These free to try more, more stalls than ever was. You can actually bring in all different stalls, food stalls, a lot. Okay. operating on a Sunday and everything. Yeah. There you go. It'll boost up the area there. Something. Be good. It'll yeah. be good. And it'll, it'll, um, I, hope, I hope it looks like it did many, many well, years I'll ago. Well, I'll tell you what it is. The guy from the Temple Bar, he has all those, you know, the canopy things that he works, he has a market there. He's running the whole show there. Right, okay. okay He's yeah. the one looking after all that. So she, the lady was on yesterday morning who had her stall there for years and years and her grandmother. She's going to have a stall and She'll be there. So oh, yeah, I'm sure you've often heard Babs on the air who comes on here with us every now and yeah, again. Exactly. Yeah, yeah Babs yeah, has been be works in the markets for years. Okay, we'll stay there for a second. Let me get to, to Mary. Mary, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Mary? Hello, how are you? Good. Mary, do you believe uh, that social welfare should be cut? Or, 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 no. Okay, do you but believe child benefits um, should be capped? But what I would say is that child benefits should not be capped. Should not be capped? No, no, I don't think so. Okay. Because that lady was blessed. She's got two children. Yeah. She's blessed to death. That gentleman, he was blessed with eight children. Eight children, yeah. yeah. The people can't have children. Oh, I know. I know. They're going out to this country trying to drop. Yeah. But no, I think children alone should be just left alone. I know people feel like saying, there they are with eight children, and he never did a day's work in his life. That's not the children's fault. But you, but you do find in those situations, you do find in a lot of those situations that but the that, children try to, they kind of tend to grow up in the shadow of their parents. I mean, you see, children... It's generational. Social welfare dependency is generational. They've got, they've got to see things right at home. Oh, no, I know, I get, I get what you're saying, Mary. So let, let, me, let me go to Jilly as well. Jilly, you're in Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Jilly? Hi, Niall. How are you? Now, you? You live in rural Ireland, and you can't. I do. Um, I'm living in Castletown Bear at West Cork at the moment. Right. Okay. Um, it's and basically like um, like I qualified art teacher. Um, I've done all the kind of work that I can possibly do down there, even voluntary, and I wasn't getting paid for it. So basically, you don't have the you know like the the work you want at the moment. You know, in a rural place. But you would have known you would have known that before you became a qualified art teacher, Jilly, That you you are My restricted. My partner has, is a fisherman, and we had to you know relocate because of his work. Yeah, no, I understand that. But what um, I'm what I'm saying to you is, 
you would know yourself that being a part-time or being a school teacher um, in a rural area is limited when it comes to employment. Because yeah. obviously the choices, are, the choices are limited. I understand that. But um, like I, we have to relocate again probably, you know, in around to Kenmare now because, you know, because there is no work down there. There's only limited, you know, amount of work down there. I did try everything. I went on the radio, Bearer Radio. Um, I tried everywhere to get some work down here and just nothing but, kind of, I could get nothing. So have you resigned yourself to the fact now that you're probably not because of where you are now, and you are in rural Ireland and you're not in, the, you know, a part of the country where you, there would be more opportunities, as I said. Are well, you, I lived in Waterford for years and, yeah. like, I was doing what I wanted up there. That's and what I'm saying, more, yeah. yeah. You know, an opportunity, but... but because not. of your relocation, and, and, you know, and I understand you had to relocate because of your husband's predicament or your partner's predicament. I understand yeah. that. But in saying that, you would have, when, when that happened, you obviously realised that this is going to mess me up a little bit. A little bit, but then there's kind of like a bare education, evening courses down there, you know what I mean? I thought there was something going to open up for me, but like basically I'd have to start from scratch and do more courses to kind of get where I wanted to, if you understand See, if that I, kind of way. Let's say, for example, if I had to relocate, uh, right. you know, because say my partner lived in, I don't know, the something in Slough, Kerry or something like that. Uh, I, too far off that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I would be limited to Radio Kerry. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Whereas, I be, yeah. because I live close to Dublin and I'm in Dublin, I'm, there's like 15 radio stations or whatever. So, yeah. you know that before that happens, before you start to relocate, you know the end result is you're going to have to do. So, unfortunately, Gillian, and I don't mean this in a bad way, and please no, don't no, think no, I'm having okay. a go at you. You're okay. Because you're a very skilled woman at what you do. But you're unfortunately, fine. if you want to live in a rural location, and we see it all the time, people have to tend to just take another job doing something different because that's just the predicament you're I in. I tried that, um, but I was doing, I was doing like something else, and then I was kind of doing a voluntary, and then they, when I asked the social welfare to, you know, you say, okay, fair enough, you're on this, and you can, you know, work a certain amount of hours. They said it didn't cover me because it was, you know, like it was just a person's own business. It wasn't. We wouldn't be self-employed, like basically, yeah, like yeah, they wouldn't, you. didn't cover me, yeah. you know that kind of, and it's something I wanted to do. So I'm thinking to myself, if people went into jobs and they didn't want to do what they're, you know, like what they like doing, then they're have kind you, of getting. Have you thought you know, about doing your doing your job online? Have you worked? Have you had a look at that? Maybe. Well, I thought like you know, as West Cork is like I like would be into art. That's what I do, ceramics. So yeah. I was thinking to myself, maybe I, you know, I'd get a job very handy down there. But I didn't, so I have oh. to relocate. That's what I'm just saying to you. And no, you no, know? no. I'm I'm just saying from your point of view, have you thought about maybe giving classes online? Because a lot of teachers are doing stuff online. Now. Um, kind of, yeah. I was going to do that, but yeah, like I just like option, I'd I like to just teach, you know, in a classroom and just kind of, you know, for okay. what I have qualifications. But I have tried everything. You know, I yeah, put but, my hand to but again, as I say to you, when I said earlier on that you know there is no unemployment in Ireland unless you want to be unemployed. Of course, it, yeah, it, no. We are looking at a situation, and and I'm saying this respectfully to you that you made yeah, a de- that you've made a decision to relocate, obviously for the benefit of your partner, uh, but mm-hmm. knowing that that decision would adversely affect you. Of course, yeah, yeah, but we just have to, you know. But I'm just, I was just making the point that it's rural, you know. It's hard. No, to no, get I understand. But, I mean, but sure, hasn't that you can have full unemployment in a country which we do, um, and mm. if you once you move to rural Ireland, you're limiting your opportunities. That, yeah, and, of course. And, and again, that's I'm not suggesting people shouldn't move to rural Ireland. But as I, suppose, I see down there, Niall, there's loads of people under the age of twenty, and I mean, yeah. like they're walking around and they're in pubs, and you know they're doing, you know, but they're not. 
work. Wasn't, it, wasn't, that, wasn't it always the case back in the 70s and 80s? Well, that's wasn't the yeah. reason these caught people red, rednecks, wasn't there it? there either, like for them, you know, God hasn't, there's nothing to do, you know, there's no, there's no, no amenities really as much as such. And, and, but you were never going to have that because there, it's not necessary to have those departments or government departments or construction or industry in a small rural area because you can't get staff because there wouldn't be enough staff and that's which is the opposite problem so you're always going to have that no matter what country you live in in the world if you live yeah. in a rural part of the, of the country you're always going to have employment difficulties so that but again that's a choice if you want to live in those kind of areas you know, you what know I mean? with and, the social welfare like I was just saying to you like they wouldn't take me as doing you know what I wanted to do working with the horses and they wouldn't pay me for that you were saying that people have to work 15 hours a week but I tried to do it and they wouldn't accept me to do that do you understand and that, I, that kind of way and is there any shops or small cafes or restaurants or in the area there is but like people talk and talk you know that kind of way and people sometimes say like just a very tough person to work for you know like you're not going to last long there or you know Mm. You have a reputation before you actually step in and ask for even a job. Right. You know, are, you, are you the blow-in, Jilly? Is that, yeah. Jilly, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you well. Look, maybe try the online stuff, Jilly, I think. That's probably the best way. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-0008. Loads of texts, by the way, coming in in relation to Jilly uh, that was on. Somebody says, Niall, she's coming up with a million excuses as to why she can't get a job. Somebody else says, not. I know the area she lives in that she talks about. Uh, there's so much tourism in that area, so many hotels, so many bars, so many restaurants. I understand that's not what she wants in life, but it would get her by because clearly they've made a decision based on her husband's career. I would probably agree with you. Now, I know she said that people have reputations, but I don't think every single you know, cafe owner. I, look, she's a nice lady. I didn't want to be mean to her. Um, but I don't think every restaurateur and every hotel in the area uh, would have a bad reputation. I don't think that would be the case. Um, uh, somebody else says, Niall, you're a DJ, stroke radio presenter. If you couldn't get a job as either one, would you work in McDonald's? I would work anywhere I had to if I had to provide for my family. I'm a qualified person and worked damn hard to get to this point. And if I couldn't get a job in my profession, I would be thinking seriously hard if not working, says John. And what are you telling me? You wouldn't take a job in anything else apart from your chosen profession? Well, then there's something wrong, isn't there? That's what's wrong with society. In the UK currently, as I said at the moment, similar to Ireland, there's more jobs than there is people. Sean, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you? Oh, you're grand though yourself. Good. Sean, I mean, do you believe that people are being a little bit too fussy then? Ah, uh, yeah. I Look, I don't know. I, I have a different opinion there now. Like, I'm in my mid-twenties there now. But uh, just, um, I've noticed now a lot of people around my age now just... Uh, you know, they're running around and are having kids at a young age and just right. they're just down as full-time mammies now. Like, right. they're, they're saying there that, you know, they don't have money to afford childcare and that. Yeah. You know, so you believe, you believe the child benefit should be cut or capped? I, I don't know. There has to be something like uh, But they do have some valid points, of the, I mean, as well. Like the, the, the price of childcare and stuff at the moment is ridiculous, you know. But if you're a single mother or you have a few kids, you know, like... There's not much there, like, you know. Yeah, but you were a child once, Sean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, started, we had brought in loads of rules before you were born. You might be with us today. <laughs> because yeah. your parents might have thought twice about having you. I know. How many, 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 you, know, many was in the Sean family? How many was in your family? There's four of us, yeah. Yeah. I know, I just said, there is a... I've noticed people around my age, there is a stigma there. Once you have a kid, it's like, just like, I know, I'm a full-time mammy nowadays. That's it, you know. Like. Do you think that's still the case? 
Yeah, it is. I, I've noticed it now. I mean, I understand that for the first years of a child's life, for the first few years of a child's life. But once the child gets to school-going age, well, then I suppose the mother can, you know, get out and get a part-time job, or the father, or whoever's the stay-at-home parent, could get out and get a part-time job. I think that's the point that's been made by some people. Mm. I know, but I don't know what I tell you. If it's people around you know, the mid-twenties now, I just know it, you know. In their mid-twenties? That's, that's a bit early to be, to be packing in work and, and starting a family as well, isn't it, yeah? Nowadays, know, yeah. nowadays, it yeah, is. yeah, I know it's got on the throat, yeah. yeah. It's just, I definitely know it now, but uh, you yeah, haven't, you haven't gone down that road yourself, no. Oh, no, geez, no. <laughs> <laughs> and do you, do you believe social welfare should be cut if people don't take a job? Uh, yes, and no, yeah, but there is a lot of jobs out there at the moment now. I do know that. Uh, and then, so you have the other thing as well, the long term. If they're long-term unemployed, you have the, the whole C-Tech thing, and then you have other options there, like community employment, where, look, if they don't have the qualifications, they can still yeah. upskill you, you know? Are, like you, are, you work, are you working yourself, Sean, yeah? Yeah, I am, yeah. And I was three years in, in college in Dublin, and then sure came back, and uh, I was two years unemployed, and unfortunately enough, I, got, uh, I was put in a community employment scheme, and look, I'm after getting a major in business, though, that, you know, so... And, what, and, and, what, and what, what do you work at now? What do you, don't tell me where you work, but what do you work at now? Uh, my supervisor at the moment. Okay, all right. Okay. But, you know, like, there uh, is And if you were stuck, like, if, you lost, if you lost your job tomorrow and you couldn't get out, would you take a job and say in a fast food restaurant? Um... It wouldn't really, what are you thinking would, about it, it for? It wouldn't reflect on my CV, if you get me. If I did, like, three oh, years well, in college well, and then I have, like, a, a degree in business, like, why would I go to a fast food? Like, I'm just saying, if, you know, if times became tough. Oh, yeah, uh, well, if, I, I, yeah, it was, yeah. If it was completely desperate now, yeah. Yeah, just trying to take anything, you know. Right, okay. Okay, but it wouldn't reflect well on your CV. Yeah, exactly. If that's, like, you know, it's three years, I don't know, say, doing do business, and the next minute I'm not for the butcher's job or something, you know, something more like that. <laughs> you know, to get me, it doesn't look well, you know. It doesn't look well in your CV. All right. Okay, listen, Sean, thanks very much indeed. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The numbers 087-188-0008. Trying to find a part-time job that works around a primary school. Child's short hours is extremely difficult. Thankfully, I found one. Well, there you go. You did find one. Uh, but they are few and far between. But you found one. Stop giving out. All right, some of your messages and WhatsApps that are coming in at the moment. Mick, I'll be with you in two seconds. Let me just play one or two of these, yeah? Niall, you should definitely cut the payment for these bums. There's someone out there, they wouldn't work on batteries. If workers in the beds, <laughs> they'd sleep on the floor. Make them go out and work with the council. If they don't, cut their money. Even if they go out and work with the council, they can give them a top-up. On top of their dull money as well. Yeah, so the message by you're trying to find a part-time job that works around a primary school child's hours. Oh, I think of that one. Oh yes, you said thankfully she found one. I don't understand the point which said thankfully she found one. Anyway, I know my brother actually saved his children's allowance and then gave it to them when they turned eighteen, and they've actually squandered all the money. So he has basically wasted all that children's allowance money. Well, yeah. well that's not wasted, really, is it? When you think about it, not wasted. I, I know. I get Niall, I don't agree with that woman. My son has a three-year-old, and him and his partner have never touched their children's allowance. And in saying that, the two of them are in two all-right jobs and pay huge tax. Yeah. So they're leaving it there for her for college. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. No, you're right. It's better than going out and blowing it in the pub. It weekend. is, isn't it? <laughs> blowing it out on the feast of Saint Michael. Isn't that what they used to call it years ago? As you choose a night, the feast. What's that singing? The feast of Saint Michael. Uh, Numbers 0871-8808. Why was there singing in the background there? Mick, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you, Mick? Hi, man. All right, are you having a good day, Mick? 
I am, and I will apologize. I didn't get the earlier part of the show because I was working and I'm on a break. Oh, how and dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so, Mick, you believe it should be capped? You, it's oh, capped. my God. Who came up with that idea of capping it? I mean, my God. Right, There's well, no way, like, so if you have a third and a fourth and a fifth child, you're not entitled to money for them. Well, that was a suggestion in the past, yeah. And Jane was on at the start of the show and she believes that it should be capped and limited to the amount of children you have, yeah. Oh, no, and if you want to keep having them, sure be it on your own head and you pay for them yourself. Don't we expect oh. the taxpayer to pay. That's the kind of point she was making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that, but Jesus, Niles, it's, it's, it's the way things are going at the moment and the cost of living, etc., etc. Is this woman in government, is she Eamon Ray's wife? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, cut what we can from who we can, and oh, if you have a third child, that's your tough. Yeah, it's probably a bad. It's probably a bad timing to talk about stuff like that. To be honest but with you, it's never. Look at I was just I caught in at the end of it there about um, lads. Social welfare. I I I don't my stint on social welfare. How long it's we? How long we? How long we on social welfare for? Um, there would have been a period when I was on it for about eighteen months. Right, okay. When I was younger, like when I was younger. Right, okay. And she, you were living the life of fucking right. I was living at home with my parents, and there was, you know, it, was, it should be cut. Social welfare should be, especially if somebody turns down work. Yeah. There's absolutely no question. The second you turn down a job, your social welfare should be cut to the bare bones. The bare minimum that you can give someone, that's what it should be cut to. You, yeah, like, I, there was a video went around later, I'm not going to mention names, of course, but there was a fella sitting in a pub talking about, he never worked, he did, probably did work at some stage, but he hasn't worked in a long time and has no intention of ever working again because he's living with his partner, they're not supposed to be living together, she's claiming everything, he's claiming everything, fuel allowances, etc., etc. And they don't have to work. The amount of money that comes into that house every week, yeah. they're, in a, they're in a council house that are paying little or no rent, they think it's under her name, so she's only supposed to be in it on her own, but he lives with her. Oh, that's quite common, And they're yeah. bragging about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody wants to come along, and a married, a married couple who have three or four kids who are working so hard to supply for them, and they want to cut their social welfare or their children's allowance. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I, I know, I take your point, Mick. I couldn't agree with you more. No, I'm only one child, so it won't affect us. You know, but I still feel strong about it. I'm only one daughter, but I, my wife gets that money. And every last cent of it goes towards my daughter. Absolutely. Well, I mean, look, you have to pay for your daughter true. anyway. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. She's only, my daughter's seven or eight, so her needs aren't huge at the moment. No. They get, there is, don't worry, they I, get bigger. Yeah, but, but she is my wife. Believe me, my, my wife would make a tenor stretch further than you'd make 200 euros. Right? I can promise you that. <laughs> most but women she, can, make. Most yes, women can. Absolutely. She's yeah. amazing for doing it. But she also is saving some of that for her for college etc and even if she doesn't want to do college she'll have a little lump sum there okay Mick, can i ask you a question what what would you say to people who will come on the air and they'll say uh i've been out of work for the last four years i can't get a job i'd get up off your arse of course you can get a job you asked a, a chap there before the news mail if he if he was sacked in the morning or was let go or left the job he was in would he go and work in a fast food restaurant Nine out of ten will say no to that question. Like. Well, he well he kind of said no. He didn't want it yeah, on his CV. Yeah, for sure, people have to work. I know. 
And this is why this way the country is crippled. So he what looks better on the CV working in the McDonald's. Or, sorry, I didn't mean to mention anything, but working in a takeaway. Yeah. I work in uh, nowhere. Un, unemployed for six months. Yeah, yeah. But I've often said to people, when you're doing up your CV, never put on it you were unemployed. If you have a gap of two years, say we're travelling. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, uh, there you go. That does, it doesn't look good if you're unemployed for two years. But now, whoever, I, I just, please God, that never happens. Like I said, like, one affect us, we only have one, and we're only ever going to have one. But, my God, please God, that never happens, because it will crucify families. Okay, good point, Mick. Listen, thanks very much indeed. There you go, Mick. Uh, just on the final note there in relation to the, the even the idea of a uh, capping. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. The number of children you can have or get on child benefit.